Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Reddit Readings, the best show on the internet. Thank you very much for joining us today. Today, we will be jumping into r slash choosing beggars. So we have got some great stories for you. If you like our show and want to support us, head on over to our Patreon for $1 a month. $1 a month, you can get ad-free listening and it will be a big help to us as well. And if you want to satisfy your itchy cravings for Reddit Readings, you can get one episode every week for a dollar a week. That's four bucks a month. For four episodes. What else can you do for 15 minutes for $1? Come on, that is a crazy value bargain. Go over there and get it right now. But without further ado, let's jump right in to this week's episode. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is my greatest pleasure for you to join us as we open the archives of r slash choosing beggars. Our first story today is from Captain Emmy. When did Easter become all about big gifts? I confess this is more meta, but I do have a story. About a month ago, my husband and I decided that we were done with slime. All slimes and does of the play sort were banned from our household for a period of some odd months. Before this happened, I purchased a box of plastic eggs containing slime, figuring they could be a fun filler for Easter baskets. I got like four dozen of these eggs, to my surprise, for the purchase. This led to them sitting on a shelf, as I had no intention of giving them to my children. A couple of my local needs groups this past week had their fair share of posts asking for Easter basket help. So I began offering up these slime eggs. A few families took some gratefully, I was happy to clear out these eggs and happy to help. Then, up comes a new post. Poor family, no money left this pay period, and here is Easter. Oh, maybe they'd like a contribution of these slime eggs. Not much, not a full basket, but hey, the others saw it as a contribution. This is the conversation. I failed to take screenshots before the post went down. Okay, thanks, yeah, we could take those, but... Do you have anything else? Kid 1 wants new video games. Kid 2 wants new AirPods. We're hoping to maybe get them scooters? No, I can't help with that. Well, we need real gifts. No thanks on those eggs. For my own wondering, is this normal? My kids are getting candy and a few small gifts that fit in a basket. Nothing expensive. Am I supposed to be buying them pricey stuff for Easter? 
Did I completely neglect the gifts of St. Patrick's Day? Yes, dear listeners, in case you were wondering, it is perfectly normal and somewhat expected to send your podcast hosts expensive gifts on Easter. Anyway, our next one is from Drakenmar. I've missed my return train. Refund my entire trip. I work at the reservation desk, customer service desk in an amusement park, so I'm used to dealing with all kinds of choosing beggars, but this one really got everyone in the office enraged. This summer, a Monday morning, the phone rang. My colleague picked up the phone with the usual, Hi, it's X Park, my name is X, how can I help you? My desk is right in front of hers, so I could see the smile on her face slowly disappear. Here's what happened. The lady on the phone had booked two tickets for our park, which cost about 50 bucks for two adults. She had come the previous Saturday and enjoyed her visit. However, when she and her guests decided to leave the park, they realized they had missed the last train to their return destination. Dun, dun, dun! So the lady had to call a cab and told us she had to pay a hundred bucks to get back home. She was furious and asked us to refund her tickets and her cab ride. Of course, my colleague told her it was impossible. She'd already visited the park, validated the tickets and spent the day there. We're a small amusement center and due to the current pandemic restrictions, we can only welcome a thousand visitors a day. But still, it is in no case our responsibility to make sure our guests can tell the bloody time to not miss their bus or train. We don't have any shuttle from the train station to the park as it's a three-minute walk. So after politely explaining why we would not refund her ticket, the lady was still going on and on about being refunded. At least for her cab expenses. It was ridiculous. And after about 15 minutes on the phone, my colleague finally hung up. She was exhausted, and the lady'd insulted her with every word in the dictionary, and a few that weren't. She took a long break outside before she could calm down and take other calls. The next day, the lady called again. This time, it was a student doing a part-time job in our call center that replied. The lady was of course awful to her and the poor girl was distraught and on the verge of tears. This awoke my mama bear instinct and I told our student to give me the phone. I politely told the lady off because it was none of our problem. I had all the difficulties in the world to stay polite, but kill them with kindness, as they say. Then I offered a hot chocolate to my poor, poor student who was doing a very nice job but had the misfortune to fall on the worst customer ever encountered in our center. Two or three days later, our boss gets an email from the Office of Consumer Protection. The lady had called them and said we were disrespectful, called her a liar and laughed at her face. Our customer services were terrible, and it was the worst she had ever been treated in her entire life. My colleague and myself were disgusted, My colleague had been nothing but apologetic and polite to that lady who was just screaming at her for 15 minutes. Same thing with my student and myself. Our boss was scared of the repercussion and sent an email to the lady, 
he offered her a free entry for the inconvenience plus free meal at the park, even though we had done nothing wrong. Later that day, the lady replied to the email, unhappy again. She said she would not use only one free entry. I have three children and my husband, so we need at least five tickets plus five meals, and the guarantee we will be able to come and go back home after the visit. This time, my boss was enraged. He told her to take the free ticket or take nothing, and he didn't care what the impact will be. He enclosed the office of customer protection to the email as well as corporate. We heard nothing more of it for a while, and our boss told us to blacklist her phone number and email address. Some time after, the boss told us corporate had just let him know the lady had been permanently banned from the park. She had been very rude to them as well. She menaced them to call her lawyer and so on. This whole thing was just totally ridiculous. The nerve of some people. Okay, now, listeners, don't be getting any ideas. I can assure you, we take it very seriously when we receive any listener complaints. Very seriously that they go straight into the shredder. We do not give compensation or outstanding customer service. I'm in a basement for God's sake. All right, our next one is from Caro Jeans. No, I won't shoot you for one third minimum wage, cookies, gratitude. Or prayers. So I'm an English teacher and tutor, TESOL certified, 150-hour course. I've been doing this for eight years, and I charge $25 per hour of actual tutoring. Each session includes new notes and either practice activities or worksheets, all of which are custom-made for each client. These extras take time to prepare, so I usually have around 30 minutes of additional work for every hour of tutoring. All said and done, my hourly wage works out to about $17. Of course, I understand that my reasonable fee is unaffordable for some people. In those cases, I offer the same service with all of the extras for a discounted price between $15 and $20. These discounts bring my hourly take-home down to about ten to thirteen dollars an hour, but I'm happy to help people out. So, obviously, I'm a a bitch for refusing to tutor this one lady's kid for five bucks per hour. B a bad person for not accepting cookies as payment for tutoring a lovely couple and their two kids. Their citizenship tests were coming up, and apparently, it's now exclusively my fault if they fail. See, a mean cunt for saying no to helping a man that lied on his CV and then landed a job in which he's expected to work directly with Anglophone clients. Oopsie! In exchange for unmeasurable gratitude, appreciation, and positive karma, he wanted six hours per week for three weeks. Or. D, the most evil person, because after three weeks of asking multiple times a week for a client's availabilities, I stopped asking and told her to just let me know when she's free for a session. Already, I was only charging fifteen dollars, and five of the six sessions that we had were rescheduled, often following a no-show. 
I felt like I was already doing her a favour by not charging for the no-shows. And I thought that it was reasonable to clarify that it is her responsibility to let me know when she is available so I can book her. Apparently this was a cardinal sin because her response was a very nasty message five days later. And the bonus prize, E, a bad Christian for not wanting to tutor in exchange for the kid's parents praying for me. Ah, guess you can't please everyone. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, this one looks fun. This is from Mr. Jakubix. Immigrants rejecting free housing and food expresses disgust that we won't clean up the house for them. For context, I live in Poland. So about a month before the war started, my parents brought a small house from a repossession man, and we've been renovating it ever since. It was a lot of work, since the previous owners literally left all their garbage behind, leaving a mess in the entire house. After the war started, we sped up cleaning quite a bit in order to let the house out to Ukrainian immigrants. We cleaned up most of the house, installed working appliances, stocked up the fridge and fixed the heating. It was then when we got noticed that immigrants would be moving in the day after. The only thing left to do was clean up two rooms, one of which was a bedroom and the other a spare room. Mostly just packing up old stuff and some vacuuming, nothing a day of cleaning or two wouldn't fix. The house is fully prepared and the new inhabitants arrived to check out the house. Now, may I add, it was a nice, small house with three bedrooms, a kitchen, a living room and a bathroom, with all living appliances required and with food also provided. Upon inspecting the house, they expressed disgust at the fact they'd have to clean up a bit and seemed annoyed that we even offered them a house that isn't fully ready. Come on! You're being offered free accommodation and food! Beggars can't be choosers! Dien Dobry, I'm a small podcast host currently living in a basement. I'd be very glad to accept your free accommodation because that is within a budget that I can manage and I promise you I won't complain. Any sort of house is far, far better than my current basement that I'm not allowed out of. Hmm. Anywho... This next one is from Spoopsy Sparkles. Calling it a contest doesn't justify the short change. So my local city board decided one of the smaller parks needs a new veteran memorial, but they don't want to go to the bother of professionally contracting one. Instead, they're putting their demands out into the ether and expecting some poor soul to do it for them. Here's some of the criteria. Must be professionally drawn or rendered with a cover page including a short essay on why your design deserves to be chosen. Must be at least 10 square foot but not exceeding 100 square foot. You may suggest a location in an 800 square foot area, but you do not get final say. 
must research the cost of materials and assembly and should not cost more than $10,000. Must include a detailed budget as well as ideas for fundraising to meet said budget. If chosen, your design will be legally owned by the city, but you'll get credit for the inspiration. All must be completed within one week because they didn't bother to actually distribute the information until a week before the deadline. And what is the prize for winning this contest? A $250 gift card. Never mind that I've seen furry art go for much more money. This is a full-on contracting design commission, which, as far as I can guess, a job that big would be at least double to triple the cost of what they're offering, for less than the price of a TV. And the city will own your design and will have paid you in an untraceable gift card. And the best part? They're mainly targeting high schoolers and college kids who don't know how insanely suckered they're being. Small town politics are so friggin' scummy, I swear. That is a fantastic idea. If any of you would like to produce some episodes for us, we can give you a £2.50 gift card to Starbucks. Oh, and think of the exposure you'll get. And I'll pray for you. (laughs) Alright, this next one is from Matt the Mighty. Man makes fool of himself, complaining over a 50-cent cup of cheese. Hey guys, this is my first post here. Been listening for a while, shout out to r slash on YouTube, whose silky smooth readings have gotten me through many shifts at work and cleaning at home. (coughs) Alright, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, r slash is cool and all, but Reddit readings is where it's at. Come on. Where's our shout out? A memory came floating back to me last night as I was listening to stories on my drive home, and I'm going to do my best to format it. Apologies if I mess up horribly. So, I'm a veteran. Yes, that's relevant information. And only a few years after I left the service did I discover the absolute merriment that was Veterans Day, and all of the glorious free food that comes with it, all of which I'm super grateful for when I have time to take part. It was my first year of taking advantage of this joyous holiday around 2015, and there I was, sitting in an absolutely packed Denny's, between all of the other generally much older vets and other folks eating before their flight from a nearby airport. The servers were already having a hard time navigating the floor amongst the absolute barrage of free Grand Slam orders flying out of the kitchen when this happened. I was happily chowing down on my free meal, plus paid orange juice and tip, very reasonable methinks, when a server is beckoned by an older gentleman, the beggar, about four feet away from me. The interaction goes more or less like this. I'll be happy to bring you a cup of cheese, but that'll be an extra 50 cents. What do you mean it'll be an extra 50 cents? I thought the food was free for us! Sir, the Grand Slams are free. We still charge for the extra stuff. I can't believe this! This is how you treat a veteran of the United States military! It's false advertisement to charge extra for a meal that's supposed to be free! By this point, everyone in the diner was silently pointing their gaze towards this man, and my spider sense of second-hand embarrassment was going into maximum overdrive. 
The episode more or less concluded as follows once everyone is staring at him. Fine, I'll pay the damn 50 cents, but I feel disrespected and will complain to corporate. Everyone went back to eating and the man got his cheese, so no real flashy ending or anything. But I can only hope this man goes to bed every night after that and cringes about how humiliating that was for him. I know I still feel the second-hand embarrassment. So, for everyone, be nice to service workers. Their jobs are hard enough. For my fellow veterans out there, don't show your asses, especially on Veterans Day. All that free stuff is a privilege and can be taken away. Not to mention you're disrespecting yourself and the rest of us when you do these things. Well, I hope it was an entertaining read. This next one is from White Wolf Dreamer. My grandma is a CB over my gifts. I just felt like venting about this since it just happens. If this doesn't belong here, let me know and I'll remove it. It just seems to fit the bill to me. A little context. I live with my grand because I'm her primary caregiver. So my boyfriend works tomorrow, Valentine's Day, and we decided to go do something today instead. I got him a gift, and he took me out to lunch at a nice place. I got home with my leftovers, and my grand just scoffed and said, So? That's all you got for Valentine's Day? Like, yeah? And? I'm not a material person. I don't need huge expensive gifts to make me happy. My boyfriend knows this. And even when he does get me nice things... She still complains. He gets me stuffed animals, she calls them useless crap. He gets me favourite snacks or takes me out to eat. She says, I don't need the calories. He gets me fake flowers because I hate when real ones die. And she says, I was just being cheap. He even got me a new laptop for Christmas once when my old one died. And she immediately said, I don't buy girls gifts like that unless they want something. Which quickly turned into a, Well, there must be something wrong with it. When it became clear that he wasn't expecting anything in return. It's infuriating. The only time she didn't complain about something was when he got me a fro blanket. And that was only because she wanted it. I shut that down right away and then she pitched a fit because I didn't need any more blankets and he just bought you more clutter. There's no conclusion here, really. I still love everything he does for me regardless of what she thinks. I ignore her complaints, which probably ticks her off even more. It's just so annoying that she feels the need to act like my gifts from my boyfriend aren't good enough for her. And then she wonders why he never hangs around at my place. Well, guys, that's all we've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, it was a pleasure being here making these for you. If you've got a second, go leave us a review on the platform where you're listening to this right now. And until next time, kids, peace out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. 